Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. You have one unread message. What's up, everybody? This is your girl Jasmine Sinclair, and you are now tuned into the seventh episode of Message Thread the Podcast, Toxic and Entanglement, Volume Two. Today I have my cousin and one of my good sisters here, Kat and Tristan. Welcome to Message Thread. Hey, girl. Thanks for having us. So let's get the folk a little bit of background on how we met. Um, I'll let Kat go first, and then I'll let Tristan go. Okay, so basically, we met at Jones High School. Um, The great. Okay. (laughs) Um, I met both Jasmine and Tristan in high school, and I want to say it was sophomore year at lunch because we all had mutual friends. Uh Um. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we didn't know each other individually but like i said we had mutual friends um for jasmine we knew deidra so i would see deidra with jazz you know go over to the table hey d what's going on see jazz you know talk to jazz for a little minute and then tristan same thing she had a friend named fitz roya and um she was trying to take my best friend. Okay, wow. Like, <laughs> Relax. Right. She wanted to smoke already. She wanted to smoke already. Can we please chill on me, okay? <laughs> it's not my fault that I know everybody. <laughs> but, you know, that's how we met. You know, common friends, and, you know, we hit it off from there. And then we went on to the great Florida A&M. <laughs> Period. Oh, okay. And that's on 1887. All right. Actually, it was just me and Kat. <laughs> right. There you go. I was there on the weekend. <laughs> Delusional. Yeah, I'm, I'm family by association. All right. Yeah. Well, I, Tristan, Dr. Lee, uh, met Jasmine in third grade. Right. Uh, at the great Yvonne Temple. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> 700, 7,001 Wallace Road. We do have services on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> 11 o'clock. Sick. Right. Shout out to my pastor, Uncle e- Trey. Exactly. Shout out to Uncle Trey for real. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's been instant connections ever since. That's my girl. Cousins for life. For life. So, real for lifers. <laughs> we are for lifers, but y'all are not cousins. Let's yeah, we are cousins. But we are. Okay. Yeah, but we are cousins. Okay. All right. It's a lot of hate going on. Anywho. Um, so that's pretty much how we met. And um, recently, like this past year, because everybody's done with school, Tristan just finished school. So we've been able to hang out a lot. And so we've been really spending a lot of time together. And we have gotten in the group message heavy. Like, this is one of my most active group messages in life. Like, we literally talk so often. And the conversation is always funny. There's always something silly going on. We always selling somebody out. We always doing something crazy. So the group message name started off as family because, as y'all know, I really a family by association like my best friends them everybody i know pretty much either goes to family went to family so i'm just family to the death of me <laughs> that's what's it called that's on um, <laughs> that's on parents what's the parents of that name what's the pressure larry okay. larry okay. that's okay. on larry people learn, people learn one right you right they learn one building and now all of a sudden okay they, and that's on, that's on al lawson as well oh there you go <laughs> thank okay. you ma'am what's the other gym name I don't know that. That's what I thought. So, yeah, we started off as family, and then our group chat ended up changing to Toxic and Entanglement because we were talking about the Jada Smith and Will Smith situation, and it was just so funny, honestly. It was hilarious. 
we were just really clowning about it. And then we, me and Tristan always call Kat our toxic friend because she never want to tell us she love us. Which is just like real just, she treats us really like side pieces. Whoa! And this really does not sit well with me and my spirit. But Let me on. give y'all a good example for all of my <laughs> 90s, for all of my 90s babies out there. If y'all ever saw a show Can you not? <laughs> Excuse me, this is my time. <clears throat> if y'all ever saw a show called Hey Arnold, this gives you the perfect example of what our dear friend Kat is like. So you can remember Helga, I think that was her name, and Helga was always so mean and rude to Arnold. Every time she saw him, hey football head, and she was always... <laughs> She was always so rude and so mean. And then the moment that Arna walked away, oh, my dear Arna. <laughs> this sellout queen. This sellout queen. My, it bleeds through my face. <laughs> you know what? They doing a lot this right is now. exactly how Catherine is. She will be so mean, so rude, everything. She, looks at, she don't want to give no hugs, no nothing. The moment that she at home alone, oh, I just want to let you guys know that I love you. you. <laughs> It's really sick, y'all. Seriously, like it's really sick. It's to the point where she'll text us. We'll be texting her, and we'll be selling her out, and she'll be like, "We're blocked." And then, of course, she'll miss us, and then she'll have to unblock us. Like that's so toxic. Go ahead and let like, us know your toxic, your toxic traits. Okay. Please What's let us know your toxic traits? traits. First of all, can we not do that? And second of all, actually, to be honest, neither one of y'all have been blocked before. Duh. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I, I, I I don't want to let y'all know that. Y'all haven't been blocked before. But there are other individuals that really have been blocked and I had to unblock them. It's the fact that you even have to thread it in the first place. Uh, Oh, y'all. Oh, blocked. Blocked. Okay, you can block me and you'll be back tomorrow. Exactly. You know, that gives me a little sense of power. Like, I'm in control of the situation. Because we know you're not going to block us. You know what? And that's the problem with some people. They really think they're not going to get blocked when in actuality they do. Yeah, but not us. Yeah, but not y'all though. Not y'all. But I'm, and that's essentially what we're saying is that your toxic trait is telling us that you're gonna block us when you know that you're not. You're right. And you have so, a point. And then Cat is. Let's just go a step further. So if you guys don't know, my birthday was last week Thursday. Last week Thursday, but my party was the weekend before. This girl was so nice to me. She wrote me a nice card, and I when I opened the card, I was like, wow, this is from Cat. Like, Kat wrote me this card, and it's so nice. It's so meaningful. Like, the card was nice. It was beautiful. The words were beautiful. And she texts us in the group message, like, something really sweet. And she was like, y'all screenshot this because y'all know I don't give this a lot. Like, that's toxic. Like, when your friend has to tell you to screenshot a nice message that she sends you, that is the definition. of If toxic were a picture, it would be a picture of Catherine. Mm-hmm. A little bit of, it, it might have Tristan, like, edges in it. But, it's, <laughs> but the, whole, the whole picture would be that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think it's just a personality thing. My friends, they have a tendency of calling me mean. When I'm really not that mean, but I may come off as, you know, standoffish, don't want to talk. But once you get to know me, I'm the life of the party. <laughs> and I am nice. And like I say in the messages, I do love y'all, you know. Mm. I just think you have a problem with expressing how you feel. And I think that it's also because of the fact that you don't... I feel like you think that expressing yourself shows a sign of weakness. And it doesn't. Especially if it's for towards people who you care about. Amen! And I don't feel like you don't ever have to feel as if like you're weak or anything like that by telling us that you care about us. Because we, we tell you. Yeah. We tell <laughs> so you all the time. I get it. Especially like, okay... I know I'm like that when it comes to dudes. Like, I'm not going to express myself wholeheartedly out there because I don't want them thinking that they could run all over me. But we are friends, and we've been here for forever. We ain't going nowhere. We've been friends for almost 10 years, you know. So, that. you don't have to, Do you, you know, know that? 
Look, you know, you just, just go ahead and preach me down. Yeah, we've been friends for almost 10 years, baby. So, And I think it's because I have a mentality sometimes that everybody is the same, although I know in reality they're not. But you, when you've been placed in certain situations where you feel like you need to hold back, then that's what you do. But we're not one of them. I always, to, I always wanted to use that. Please be clear. Be clear. <laughs> yeah, we're not, one of them. we're not one of them. But it's just, you know, a guard that's always up. Just yeah. because. Well, what do you think could help get that guard down then? Holding myself accountable. Stop dealing with certain people that I don't need to be dealing with. Exactly. And taking it out on other people. Yes. All right. Ooh, do, I really do, <laughs> do I really do that? Do I really do that? The shade. The shade. The shade. I don't like that, sweetie. It's more so, I don't like it's more that. so taking previous situations and... And uh, what is it called? Not deflecting. Yeah, yeah deflecting it on other situations. So that's what I mean by that. Like you've been, you might have been hurt from a certain situation, so you'll take it out on other situations that don't have anything to do with it. And I will say, I think everything stems back from communication. I don't care what it is—friendship, relationship, whatever. Because if we do something, let's say, just for example, if I did something wrong that your previous friendship or relationship person has done to you, and I don't know that it's an issue, then you're automatically going to pop off on me, but I don't know that it's an issue unless you tell me that. You get what I'm saying? How do I know you don't like somebody wearing your sweatshirt when they get cold? You get what I'm saying? Because somebody spilled juice on it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that. So I wouldn't know that unless you tell us. Like, tell me. So it's the same thing with your friendship, you know. You can't hold other people accountable. I think it's like Music Soul Child. He got a song called Previous Cats. And he was like, you can't you can't hold me accountable for what the next dude did, what the other dude did to you because I'm not him. You get what I'm saying? And it's the same thing in friendships too. Like, you can't, you just can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> Sweetie. <laughs> so, jumping right into it. Do you think that your friends encourage you to go for your goals or belittle you? when you have like uh goals set for yourself and does that make them toxic and it doesn't depend on the goals that you have like for example you're going you went to pharmacy school did you have any friends that were like that's made that may be too big of a step for you because they know who you are or how you are or did you have some friends that were like pushing you did you have some people like you know they're really not encouraging you like i think they should this makes them a bad friend or i just don't feel like we can ever be cool, as cool as we were, because I feel like I'm not getting the support that I need to. And like, just with anything in life. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Well, personally, I think that God has really blessed me with the people that he's put in my life. Because I don't think that toxic people really last long in my circle. Hey! <laughs> Glory! Glory! <laughs> That's so aggravating. But, um... I think all of my friends, no matter who they are, um, have always encouraged me. I've never been discouraged. I think my toxic issue is me. I think I've been more toxic mm. on myself than anything. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, so literally all of my friends, whether I call them best friend or bestie boo or whatever their title is, um, I think everybody's always encouraged me, lifted me up, and I've never had an issue with that. I think my issue is kind of like what I was kind of telling Kat was, um, or really, or really, I think for me, it's more so my insecurities that kind of make me feel a certain type of way. So I'll um, try to assume that, you know, somebody might be thinking a certain way about me or this and that, and I'm taking that out on other people. So I might think that people are speaking ill will about me or think ill will about me, but it's really all in my head. So I've never really 
dealt with that on a firsthand basis where anybody was talking down to me about oh you can't achieve this or that it's normally everybody trying to uplift me because I'm the one that's bringing myself down so um when it comes to being toxic I think it's not necessarily the people around me that I'm more so worried about it's making sure that I'm not bringing that toxicity into the relationship because I know that I do have those traits so Wow, it's the self, it's the self accountability for me. Okay, it's the, really the self accountability for me. What about you, Kat? <clears throat> well, first and foremost, if God has placed a goal or a vision in my head, I know that it's attainable. I can oh, achieve. Oh, my lord! I wouldn't have the goal or the vision if I didn't believe that I could get there. Ooh, write the vision down. Make it plain. Secondly, <laughs> if I think that I have a friend that is not encouraging me. Why are they around? So like Tristan, I haven't been placed in a position where I felt like my friends wasn't uplifting me to go after what I wanted to go after. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't think that's, I don't, I feel, I think that the personalities that we have wouldn't allow um, us to keep toxic people around. Like I know we joke around, but like the toxicness of, the toxicness that we have, it's, fixable it's not anything that's make or break it's yeah. it's it's everybody has room to grow and things like that so we know that but it's not to the point where it's like yeah i need to take this person out of my life we wouldn't be dealing with each other yeah. if it was to that degree so um when we speak about toxic toxic and entangled we don't mean like yeah this person is complete poison in my life yeah but um yeah i don't think that we have the type of personality that could deal with that because we have there's somewhere that we need to be in life. We, and we know that God is basically taking us on that journey and he's going to place the proper people um, <clears throat> in our life to get us there. So, yeah. I definitely agree. Were you going to say something? I was just going to say, and everybody who truly knows me, they know I will gas my friends up. Like, yeah, no questions tank. about it. Gas tank. Like, hype man of the year. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and we have to do the same about ourselves as yeah. well. Yeah, we know? do for sure. Because sometimes we do get in those places where we feel like we're defeated or we don't want to do something or it's just like, oh my God, like what was me? Or we just actually have a lot going on. Like sometimes we really just, life is just really hitting us in every direction and we're trying to stay true to the promise that God gave us. And for me personally, like you said, I don't think we have the personalities that would allow people to last that long because for me, I get easily agitated. Like, very, very agitated. If I feel like a small thing is going on, and that's my toxic trait. If I feel like something small is going on where I feel like I'm not getting enough support or something shady is going on, I'm just like, okay, I'm not I'm not trying to be cool with you no more. And, like, that's an issue because I feel like communication, like you said, communication is important. And it's all about having a conversation because something that I can perceive as something could totally be totally different. Like you said, I think that's, like, something that we... Have together, I think it might be, you know, like our cousin thing. <laughs> running the family. Yeah. <laughs> running the family. No, but seriously, it's just like, when if I feel something like, if somebody says, oh, I got to talk to you, I'm like, oh, Lord, what did I do? Yeah, or like, what's yeah. going on? And it gives me such anxiety. Yeah, like, the Kardashian voice, such anxiety. <laughs> it gives me anxiety so, so bad. It's so anxious. It gives me anxiety so bad because I'm like, what's going on? Or what did I do? Or like, if some, somebody says something and then I'm interpreting it wrong way, I'm like, oh, that's... That bitch yeah. hate it. Yeah. She yeah. hate it. But I'm like, it's not even like that. You get what I'm saying? And too, like, I think it, it helps when you realize who's really for you. Like, certain messages I would have perceived different if I if the person that I had was, 
that the person that was talking to me was a different person. Like, there's been plenty mm-hmm. of things that Jonah has said that if somebody else had said it, I would have took offense to mm-hmm. it. Like, oh, this bitch hating. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Like, mm-hmm. nah, they, they hating on me. Because it's not your place. Right, but it's but it's coming from my best friend. So right. it's like, I may be mad about it in the time or like salty about it, but then I'm thinking, you know what? My this is my best friend. My best friend is not gonna steer me wrong. She's not gonna come from a place of jealousy or you know, hating, like, she's just not a hater. You know what I'm saying? And even with y'all, some stuff is kind of like, oh, my God, I really don't want to hear this. I don't want to listen to this at all. Like, this this is just not what I want to hear. But when you simmer on it and you think about it, you're like, you know what? God really placed this person to give me this word when I needed it, mm-hmm. even if I didn't want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so what do you guys think makes up the core of a good, solid friendship? Um... So what I think makes up a good, solid friendship, I would say, for one, trust. Because I know for me, um, I've always had trust issues. And I think a lot of it had to do with um, trusting like their intent. Like, why do you want to be my friend? Like, why do you want to be around me? Like, what do I have to offer you? Um, so I think trust and trusting that, they, that their intentions are true and things like that. Um, love and... Just being understanding and having that patience, I think those are good values to have within a solid friendship overall. Cat, um, trust is number one. That's the biggest thing to me. Um, <clears throat> shared interests, being dependable. Um, I need to be able to rely on you, uh, just to be there. And common interests, common goals doesn't necessarily have to be verbatim or the same, but we have to be together on certain things and i think another thing is that um so i know for me and i think this is another toxic trait that i have is the fact that um i've always been the type of person where i would say oh i'm not gonna go all out for somebody if they're not gonna go all out for me or something like that and so a lot of times i might hold back doing things for people because you know i'm expecting something in return but i think with a true friendship excuse me you shouldn't have to worry about that what you should do is, if you care about somebody, you'll show them that. And then if they care about you, they will reciprocate that. Um, so you should never go into a friendship with the mindset of, oh, um, they're going to do this for me or this. or th-. Like, it shouldn't be tit for tat. You know, if your friend is in need, help them. You have the money to do so, help them. Don't expect them to be trying to pay you back and things like that. Like, with my real true friends... If you hungry, oh, I'll buy you something to eat. Like, it ain't nothing. It's not, like, I don't have to count every dime that I spend on you or whatever the case may be. I think that's the value, that's a good uh, core value to have in a friendship. Now, I'm not saying don't let people take advantage of you. Because some people, you need to be tallying it up. (laughs) Because, you know, some people are users. But if it's a true friendship, I don't think that you should have that in your mind. Um, So, yeah, just thought I'd bring that up. Yeah, when it comes to certain things, you shouldn't have expectations yeah. on just little things in a friendship. It should just come naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, it just should. And also, too, what people fail to realize, and sometimes what I fail to realize, too, but not even in a friendship, that's just in life. Like, you don't have to be like, oh, I'm not going to do this for this person because this person didn't do this for me. Like, right. at the end of the day, I don't know about everybody, but I know in this circle right here, mm-hmm. our our goal is to meet Christ. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, he ain't going to say, oh, well, you didn't help them this one time. Oh, but that's because they didn't help you. Okay, you cool. It's like you have to be, you have to take responsibility for who you are at the end of the day. My manager, my old manager, 
in my new job, we had to switch managers, and we were tell she was telling us a story yesterday about how this lady at the at our job before I had started working there, how she started working there and she ended up getting like laid off or something like that, and she was helping her find a job, but the lady was so nasty to her, and she was still helping her find a job like for like a, maybe like a year, she was just like sending her jobs that she would find and stuff like that. And she ended up getting a job, getting her a job, and the lady told her, but the lady never said thank you to her. And she wow. said, I don't even care. She said, you know, I don't even care because I know that I helped somebody. That's all that matters to me, that I did what I was supposed to do. I don't care that she didn't say thank you. I don't care that she didn't even ask me to help her look for a job, but I still did it anyway. I was just doing what, that, what I felt like I needed to do. And that's the mindset that we really should have, like I said, not only in friendships or relationships, but just in life in general. If I, if somebody isn't, if my brother, quote unquote, is in need and I have the resources to help them, I can help them. I should help them. And it's not always financial. If I know somebody needs clothes and I have clothes that I'm not wearing, right. that I know that I'm not going to wear, I can give the clothes. Yeah. Or if I have extra money, I can give the money. Um and not think about it because I know that God is going to meet me at the point of all of my needs if I continue to do what he asked me to do and, you know, serve his people in different ways. If I'm supposed to give Kat an encouraging word or I'm supposed to call her and I keep seeing Kat on my mind, on my mind all day, but I'm just deciding not to call her, I'm not doing what God asked me to do. Right. And that's simple. Picking up the phone and calling somebody, we'd be on the phone all day. You get what I'm saying? Um, so... You definitely have to have your heart in the right put in the right place, though, because um, God looks at the heart, and He's not gonna look at you if you if you feel like oh I gotta help this person. He's mm -hmm. not taking that like oh you're doing a good deed. No, because you don't really mean it in your heart. Mm -hmm. So I think that just having that genuine care and love for somebody is what He truly is looking for. That you genuinely care and want to help people, and you're not. You're not saying, God, are you getting this one? Did you see this? Did you see that? <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, God, I just did this right here. Like, no, it needs to be genuine. So I definitely think for sure, like, that's characteristics that we all need to have. And I'm, I'm definitely working on it because, like I said, I used to be the type of person where um, it, I, I wanted to know that if I did something for someone that they would do it for me because I was always afraid of giving so much and not getting any in return. And I just realized that, I, I can't be like that anymore. So definitely something I'm working on. I haven't perfected it, but um, yeah. All right, Dr. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan brings up a good point with, it's like matching energy. And sometimes that's not what you sh should be doing. Um, yes, I always be telling people, I'm going to match your energy. energy. <laughs> right. exactly. And sometimes that is very toxic because you're going to do you how you yeah, I'm going to do you how you yes. do me. Yes. No, I'm going to yes. do you better than I'm going to do. <laughs> right. Be and blessed. I'm not even going to match your energy. I'm going to not give you no energy at, at all. all. Right. I'm, right. No, but not even that. I'm going to match my energy. I'm yeah. going to give you the energy that I give to everybody. So if we're cool, if we was once cool and I feel like you're treat, mistreating me, hey, I wish you the absolute best. When I see you, it's all respect. It's all love. But I just can't deal with you. And that's the other thing that we have to remember is just because you forgive somebody don't mean you have to continue to be cool with them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a like that's a big thing. Like I can forgive you, I can respect you, I can speak to you, I can give you a hug. Hey, how you doing? Do you need anything? Being Christ like and not hang out with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have to go get drinks with you. I don't have to go come to your house. I don't have to come do none of this stuff. That's extra. I don't, yeah, that's extra. I don't have to do that. I have to respect you. I have to love you like Christ loved us, and I have to help you if you're in need. Those are the things that I absolutely have to do. I don't have to hang out with you. Right. I can respect you and not hang with you no more. Mm -hmm. I can show love to you and not hang with you no more. Call you every day. From I mean, a distance. Love, yeah, love, love from a distance. distance. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. That's a word now. <laughs>
do you have certain friends that you feel like you have to keep things from? Um, I feel like overall I'm a pretty private person. Yeah. Um, just in general. If somebody doesn't ask me, I don't tell. Um, ask, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, it's not, it's not like I'm trying to keep anything from them, but I just don't go around. Like openly sharing. Yeah, my business. Yeah. But I don't feel like I hide anything from my friends. Um, if there's something that they want to know, if there's something that I want to share, then I'm going to share it. They're my friends for a reason. I don't have to fake the funk. Oh, <laughs> I, I feel like um, I've personally had some times in pharmacy school where, um, so pharmacy school is really competitive. Um, and any friends that I have for mine, they're going to be smart, period. I don't hang around with dumb people. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so any of my friends, they're destined for greatness because that's just the company that I like <laughs> to keep. Hey, um, glory! <laughs> and glory. so, um, <clears throat> with that being said, being a friend of mine, it's an honor. It's just listening. <laughs> oh, relax. <laughs> I see something in you. But no, but on a real note though, so, but with that being said, when you're around people who um, are just like you, trying to be great, things like that. And if y'all know me, you know, I was always like, I need straight A's. If I had an 89.5, that wasn't good enough. It needed to say a 90. Like, I was always, like, on top of my grades. And I had a friend. Uh, she's still my friend. And we're really close. And it felt like, and she's super smart. Super, she knows so much. Like, I look up to her. But there would come times where I would feel as though if I randomly got a higher grade than her on an exam, it was like she couldn't be as happy for me because, but like if the roles were reversed, you know, I'm supposed to be celebrating and being so excited for her to get a hundred um, on, on a test. But the moment that I get a hundred and she get a 99, it's like... Uh, like and so it, sometimes I would feel and like of course I'm exaggerating with 199 but like that, but yeah. that's just that's just how it would go and you know sometimes I would feel afraid to even share my success on a test finally because pharmacy school was hard and I'm not I don't like studying so I'm glad I got by <laughs> I'm glad I was able to get by but um but it was like every time I was finally successful on a test and I was and I felt just excited and I wanted to share it, sometimes I just felt like I should just keep it to myself because if she didn't do as well as I did or whatever, then I'm, She wasn't gonna be as happy for Right. Mm -hmm. And so and I know she I know that she's hard on herself like just like I am and things like that, but it just didn't make me feel good. But did you communicate that with her? No. I'm, I'm trying to remember because I, I think one of, okay, another toxic trait, because I'm just pointing them all out. On this other Put it on the table. Trait. Yeah. Um, I think another one of my toxic traits is, dang, I just came up with another one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and it's not me. Yeah. Uh, clearly. It's not, it's not me in a relationship. It's you. It's, it's you, you, honey. It's all you. Right. Okay. Um, I think uh, one of my other toxic issues is that when something is really bothering me, I don't express it until it's it too late. Yeah. Mm. Until like it really hits the fan. Mm. So I'll keep dealing with it, dealing with it, and dealing with it until I'm just pissed. I don't even care how I come off to you. Because I, I think a lot of times I'm trying to be so cognizant of what I say to people, how I come off to people, because I do think communication is key. But I think 
when something is really bothering me, I don't know how to communicate that. Or sometimes I'm afraid to communicate that because I don't know how they're going to receive it. So um, I, if I did mention it to her, it might have been within an argument. And, you know, nothing gets resolved then because anything you say is just whatever. It goes out the window. But um, I don't know if I necessarily communicated that to her. But I do feel like I probably should have said it the moment I felt like that because I hold so much in and I don't want that to I don't want that to be something that I take out on someone else. So I'm letting all of this I'm holding all of these toxic emotions and feelings in and then now um, when when someone else who has nothing to do with it, like now I'm deflecting it on them. Like so I know that that's definitely something that I have to work on. Um but yeah, I have had, I, I know I just kind of went all off the question, but I do feel like I have had times where sometimes I felt like I shouldn't have to share something um, with someone else. So yeah, that was my example. So for me, when I, especially when I was an undergrad, I just was afraid. And I don't even know why I was afraid that my friends would judge me, but I just was. So I would keep stupid stuff from them. Like... If I would start talking to somebody, and but we all knew this person, I would be like, oh, I'm not going. I'm going to Kiana's house. But I really wasn't going to Kiana's house. I'm going to his house. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I, it could just be anything. I was just afraid. And then I have, like, one friend that I had in undergrad, um, she broke a breach of trust between me and another one of my really close friends. And, like, disclosed information that, I mean, I didn't tell her not to tell, but for me, it's like, what joy do you get out of just going and telling somebody somebody else's business? Right. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, you don't do that. like, you just don't do that. And and I understand it because sometimes we friends, so, like, let's say, if me, and let's say, okay, for example, when I found out that um, Kat's brother had passed, Tristan told me. So she called me, she's like, oh, have you talked to Kat? And I'm like, no, I haven't talked to her today. Um, what's going on? She was like, oh, well, you know, she found out that her brother passed away. And I was like, wow. Like, that I can understand, you know, you passing through your friends or whatever. Or, like, if we all know about a certain situation, like, we know um, Tristan is dating Will Smith. So, mm-hmm. Tristan is talking to Kat and telling Kat something. And Kat be like, girl, the, um, girl, Tristan told you what Will, what Will did today? And, like, I understand that. But it's just, like, other stuff, it, it just really made me mad. So, it really made me not trust this person anymore. And it made me not disclose certain information to this person anymore because it's like, I feel like I can't tell you anything. I feel like you won't run into my business. So if I feel like you won't run into my business, I'm not going to tell you. But the other situation, I don't even know why. I just feel like I had to hide stuff from my friends. Like, that's something that I had to really get over and just accept, like, I was lying to my friends about what I was doing or whatever because of petty stuff. Like, I was just afraid that they was going to judge me or they was going to be like, why are you talking to this person? Or why are you doing this? Or why are you doing that? But... My friends are not like that. So, I don't know why. Like, I really don't even know, like, what was causing me to do that. But, yeah, I was just, I was tweaking. Well, like, I definitely have, um, so aside from school, <laughs> my, uh, my social life was very interesting in college because... Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no friends. <laughs> um, it was very interesting because I was dating this guy, um... And we have been dating for a good little minute, but so long. <laughs> we, but we definitely had a toxic, toxic relationship. Um, and honestly, it probably—I know that I played my part in it, so it's not something that I blame solely on him. 
um, it was just the stressors of life and just trying to like he was really like my first real adult relationship and so it comes with its own issues but anyway one of my other issues is that I think sometimes I tell my friends too much yes and, um, that's another issue I think not that, with you but I'm, just, I'm right, sorry right, right. not with you but I'm no, just saying yeah, in general yeah. I'm sorry no, yeah. but I think disclosing too much information um, that's none of their business was one of my issues because I allowed too many people to be involved in my relationship. And I think that that, <laughs> I think that also helped with the demise. So not, so I understood that there were some issues that me and him had, and we probably would have been able to get through them if I wasn't running back to my friends, telling them every little thing. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the issues is I was so open with disclosing all of the issues that we had. But my friends were more secretive with theirs mm. when it came to the problems that they were having with their relationships. Now, sometimes when it was too hard or too too much for them to hide and I would see it, I'm like, well, so you judging me, but you're going through this. And like, I'm never the type of person, like, I'm not trying to, I would never want to judge my friends. But I don't want to ever feel as if, if I'm going through something, you're looking at me a certain way. But the moment you go through something, you want me to just take it in with open arms and be understanding and this and that. So I think that was one of the issues that I had. So now I'm afraid to tell you when we're off and on. And I don't want to say like I'm crazy, but a lot of people go through that. Mm -hmm. So why do I have to feel like ostracized yeah. because of the fact that I'm going through this situation? You know what I mean? So um, I had a lot of times where um, I was hiding uh, where I was at or not even responding or whatever because I was ashamed to let them see that I was with him But I'm like, why do I even care? Like this is me. This is my life. This is who I want to deal with or whatever the case may be so um, It's it's so much. That's a whole nother a whole nother story um, in and of itself, but I Definitely feel like even though somebody's your friend that doesn't mean that they have to know every itsy bitsy detail about you <laughs> but you have a point i think sometimes when we share too much information with people those same people are going to hold us more accountable than what we're going to hold ourselves oh and i and i don't know if this necessarily fits but i saw a meme the other day and it was like be careful what you be careful about the information that you give to a friend because you could be feeding information to a future enemy mm. and and it sucks to think of things like that, but imagine the people who you used to be super close with told them everything, and now y'all don't even talk no more. But now all of this super secretive information that you done told them, they could end up, you know, blowing it up back in your face. You know what I mean? I don't got that ever, issue. I don't ever want to, I don't ever, I don't either, but I don't ever want to be in that situation. So I done disclosed my entire life story to somebody, and now they got something that, I don't like feeling like someone can hold something over my head. Yeah, but my thing is, if that's your life story, that's your life story. Can't nobody hold nothing over your head. You get what I'm saying? If, if me and Kat fall out and she know that, I used to steal or something like that. Like if I ever stole and I used to steal, she know that I used to steal. What are they gonna do? Arrest me now? There are certain things that I feel like people are gonna take to their grave. So I just, I just feel like whatever I feel like I personally need to take to my grave, I don't want to express that to somebody and then that, you know, be all over the place. Like I don't know. I but just, I just feel like I have to be careful of all the information that I disclose because. My peace of mind is important to me, and I don't want anyone feeling as if they can use anything that I said to them as ammunition for something. So, but I mean, like, what kind of ammunition would they use it for? I, I don't 
don't know. I think it just depends on what 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 it is. I, I don't know. Like, oh, you better forgive me, or I'm gonna tell everybody you used to wet the bed. Like, nah, I, I it's it's deeper than that. Especially, no, I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, you get, but do you get? Okay, what I'm like saying? for example, like if I'm telling you something now, I'm not saying that this has personally happened to me, but this is just for an example because, like, as an adult, you deal with different stuff. So, say for instance. I got an STD, and I'm telling somebody, a friend in confidence, like, oh, I have an STD. Now we stop talking, and now all of a sudden, everybody know I got an STD. That ain't your place to put that information out there. Yeah, but how do they know it's true if it's not confirmed by the source? But it doesn't matter. People don't care about whether stuff is true. Gossip is gossip. And now now I'm all upset and hurt because everybody knows my business and things like that. Like It's just stuff like that. That I just feel like you just need to know the information that you can share with certain people. Um, and like I said, you don't, you shouldn't feel as if just because somebody's your friend that you have to tell them everything about your life. Because yeah. they're, they're probably not going to do the same thing to you. And don't yeah. allow people to get, don't allow people to be in a position to have any control over you or, or whatever. You do as you please. You do what makes you happy. And that be that. And another toxic trait is asking people a lot of damn questions. If anybody knows me, I swear to God, that is my pet peeve. I, I cannot stand that. When people oh, ask that, me... What you doing? Oh, my God. Out in the community. God. Exactly. <laughs> I'm out in the community. I'm giving back. I'm in the outreach ministry. Yeah, don't like, question me. Don't question me. I cannot stand that. Friends, family, in general, when the moment start asking too many questions, I'd be like, okay, mom. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, like what's what's happening? Like, what's, what's going on? I cannot stand... Do not 21 question me. If I wanted to be 21 questions, I would go on more public. Like, do not ask me a whole bunch of questions. <laughs> I cannot stand that. And I feel like if I want to disclose something, I'm going to disclose it. That's why I don't ask a lot of questions. Now, I may, now I may sometimes be like, like if, okay, for example, like, if I ain't seen you, I'd be like, where you been? Or like, you know, but just like, if, if you don't answer, I, what am I, I'm not going to say nothing else. But I don't like people to, oh, who you with? Why? <laughs> why, why, do you, why do you care who I'm with? Why do you care who I'm hanging out with? Why do you care where I'm? Oh, where you at? What you doing? Why you? It, your background look different. It's still my room. Like, <laughs> why are you much. asking me that? That's yeah, too like, much. that's too much. I don't like that. And I, like I said, I feel like if I want to disclose something to you, I'll disclose it. But if I don't, if I don't, ask, and that's why I don't ask a lot of questions. Like, don't my ask friend, on yeah, Oh, I'm out right now. I'm hanging out. Oh, okay, have fun. If you want me to know who you with, if you right. talking to somebody, you're gonna tell me. Yeah. I don't need to ask you if you want to disclose that information. You gonna tell me? Like, like I said, sometimes I might be like, "Okay, you this your fifth time being out. Like, what's what's up? You okay? Like, my friends got my location, so they know where I'm at. Like, it's something that happened to me. But they are. If you have the location, you don't need to know where it's at. It's gonna lead you right to where I'm at. You get what I'm saying? Like, you don't need to know where I'm at at all times. Who? That's just like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is about it that just that just aggravates me. And maybe that's just one of my types of traits. It's just being easily annoyed. But asking me a lot of questions about my whereabouts and what I have, just asking me a lot of questions in general, that really aggravates. The That's a lot of pressure. Of that is a lot of pressure. Like what? What you doing? An interview? Like no, <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. I really do not like that. I, I can't stand that. So as we're continuing to talk about toxic friendships and what we, you know, what we feel our toxic traits are and what we feel like other people's toxic traits are, um, when you imagine your life. 10 years from now, is there anybody in your life that, that's in your life right now that you don't see going forward in, in 10 years? And if y'all say me, we fighting. I'm just playing. Oh, well, girl, it's you then. Uh, okay, Because it's nothing. It's okay, nothing. Okay, we fighting. <laughs> um, in this moment, I feel like there may be an individual that I won't see in 10 years. 
But I'm not focused on that. I'm only focused on moving forward and who will be there. Right. So if you're going to fall off, you're just going to fall off. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I'm kind of in a place right now where, not that I don't care, but I'm I'm so caught up with trying to get myself together that whoever falls off along the way wasn't meant to be there. Ooh, so there you go. <laughs> I don't, right? I mean, as of this moment, I mean, the people who are in my life, maybe this is their season to be there right now. But I can't say what will happen in 10 years because I don't know. I don't know what situations might come up or what will transpire between now and then. But what I do know that is if they're not here, then they weren't supposed to. And I'm going to just have to take it on the chin. I'm sure I'll be strong and successful, you know. So I don't, I don't really, I'm not really focusing on that. Um, if, I mean, ultimately, I do want to see everybody who's in my life make it and be successful, and I love them and everything like that. But you know the saying that people are in your life for a season, and they're either there for a blessing or a lesson. So That's I just lovely. take it and keep it moving. Yeah, and they, sometimes they say it gets lonely at the top, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. <laughs> at the top, it's just us. Hey, hey, hey! You know, really, hey! You know, yeah, I get what you're saying, and I agree. I kind of feel like God always, and I don't even know why, because I'm the wrong person. I get easily attached to anybody, so like, as soon as I find a friend, my, that's you, my dog for life. Right. Until you show me that you can't be my dog anymore, yeah. you get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And I admit, sometimes in in friendships, it's me. Like w- when I was learning who I was or going through times peri- periods of time in my life where I was depressed or stressed. I was rude. I was mean. I was nasty. And it wasn't like that's just who I am. It was just mm-hmm. that I was going through a season. Right. So I would understand if somebody, you know, decided to stop being my friend. I would never belittle my friends or anything like mm-hmm. that. But it's just like, oh, you want to hang out today because you really need to get out. But I don't want to be out. Yeah. I want to be in my bed. I'm, I'm being selfish. I'm not thinking of what somebody else wants to do. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in a different place so I can understand, you know, the seasons that people go through and the changes, but I feel like God always puts one person in my life in every season, like high school, college, middle school, elementary, like even now to show me, okay, I'm going to give you this friend, but this is not a person that you're going to keep forever. Right. But I'm going to give you this person because I need to show you this lesson. Like, mm-hmm. right. and I feel like it happened. It literally has happened to me in every season. And I'm like, why do you keep doing that to me? I want to have solid friends. I want to have, dependable friends, reliable friends, friends that are only there for me, friends that, you know, are going to pull up about me, are going to show up for me, like, that, those are the type of friends that I want, and so you're going to give me this person that looks like a sheep, but is really a wolf, why, why are you going to do that to me, and I, I have a problem with questioning God a lot about what happens in my life, like, why would you allow this to happen to me, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I thought we was straight, I thought we was cool, like, Roll I'm dogs. serving you, right, yeah. I'm serving you, I'm paying my tithes, I'm you know, worshiping you, and I'm doing all these things that you asked me to do, and you still gonna test me? Yeah. Like, I thought we was cool. Like, what's going on? Why you keep, you know, why you keep doing this I to mean, me? you know, the teacher is never present during the test. Ooh. <laughs> never. A word. <laughs> a and, word. A word. You know, everybody goes through their seasons. What was your saying? Oh, all storms run out of rain. What? Lord, y'all know, y'all know. Yeah. These two 
right here, they know that's my saying. I gotta remember that for myself. Right. I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Um, anything that happens, whether it's unfortunate, I don't agree, or I'm questioning it, I ultimately, like, once I realized, like, yeah, there was a reason for this. So now I'm just like, okay, well, what was that reason? Like, I'm yeah. trying to figure out, okay, well, what, why do I need to learn this lesson? So I, there was a time where I was questioning God a lot. But when I started reminding myself that anything that I'm going through, um, it, it'll make me stronger. Whatever, whatever, what don't kill me will make me stronger. And so um, I think it's just more so about continuing to trust God and knowing that he won't put more on you than you can bear. And mm-hmm. so you just got to take it on the chin and keep moving. Like we've been through so much this year and we're about to go into a new year. Already. And it's, it's just a blessing to just be able to be here and be healthy and be alive and just... It, it's and be fine. I'm saying right. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, yeah. But also too, like you said, and and too, like um, with the um, letting people go in the ten years, mm-hmm. you're gonna change your your personality is gonna forever evolve. Right. Like, just for example, watching my parents from when I was a little girl till now, I can see the evolution in them and and. Not only them as individuals, but in their relationship and how they've grown to adapt to one another. They've been married longer than I've been alive. I think my parents have been married like 35, 36 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Um, no, how old my brother is? Ooh. I think he's 35. Mm. 35, but this year going to be 36. They got married in December before he was born. Okay. So 36 years this year, they've been married. And from the time I was born, of course, until I remember, because, you know, I remember when I was born. <laughs> but from me being a little girl and just them as individuals evolving, like, you know, my mom being so focused on being a mom and not really having time to be Cynthia. Like, I can't even focus on being who I want to be right now because I have to still focus on my children, my husband, and all stuff like that. But now, when I graduated high school, it's like, she turned off mom mode like and not in a bad way like she just like I don't have to you know supervise everything my child is doing I'm going into Cynthia mode now for the rest of my life and Mm -hmm. I get to be who I want to be I get to be free I want to shop for myself I can shop for myself I can go to work um you know come home be with my husband and actually be my husband's friend I have time to actually give more time to my husband because I have less time to give to my child and the same for my dad you know he didn't really turn dad mode off because I feel like that's just something that he just he just can't like he just that's just who he is that's a part of his makeup is being our father mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that's not the same thing for my mom but my mom was so engulfed in us and now mm-hmm. she has time to be herself and mm-hmm. my dad has always been himself but it's just it's different now like yeah. to see them evolve and be friends like to, to watch them and to actually understand the concept of being friends because, you know, maybe they were the same when I was younger, just in a different way, but I didn't have the, you know, true concept of what it is to be somebody's real friend and they're friends. Like, they can sit there and hang out together and have a good time in each other's company. Like, they don't just love each other. They like each other. Goals. Yeah, right. <laughs> goals. Big goals. And so that's how it is in our friendships too, you know. We're going to evolve. We're going to realize, you know, this isn't me anymore. I'm not a club hopper anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be at home with my family. I want to be at home chilling with my friends. I don't want to go out to eat every weekend. Mm-hmm. I like cooking now, so I'm going to start cooking. Or, you know, I'm just going to evolve and be a different person. And your friends are going to evolve as well. And my godmom, obviously, she always said that, you know, you may have all these friends. Now, y'all may be friends for 20 years. And year 21, 
y'all change. Mm-hmm. And you don't, and it's no hard feelings. It's just that, you know, you become a different person. You may have kids, you may have grandkids, you may, whatever the case may be. And you're 21, it's not like y'all hate each other, y'all have so much love for each other, but it's just that we're not as cool as we were going to be because we change. Right. And, um. But it's okay, though. Like, you shouldn't feel bad because you lost people along the way. Everybody's going to, everybody changes, like you said. And, um, like I was saying earlier, everybody is in your life for a reason. And certain people have their different seasons. You move on and, you know, just go your separate ways. Like, don't feel bad about evolving. Like, everybody's not meant to be around always, so. Uh. <laughs> Change <laughs> so, is a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. It is. You know? And um, evolution. That's just something we have to go through. Yeah. And that comes with growth. Either you can right, grow individually, yeah. separately, or you can grow together. Yeah. It's and just then, the way it ultimately, goes. Ultimately, you know, we all want to have families of our own one day. And that'll be things that you'll be able to tell your children about and, you know, helping them trying to figure out the world and their friendships and things like that. Letting them know it's okay to not have uh, all of these friends 20 years from now. Like, yeah. that's fine. Like, honestly, it's good because it's showing that you're maturing, you're growing. Um, so it just gives you something to look back on. And I feel like it's a success. You're like, oh, okay, I've gone through these changes and now I'm here and... You know, so I just think that it's something good to be able to look back on. And then um, my last question, which I think is the most important is, do you think a, a friend that you're questioning, like their friendship can want the best for you? No. I don't think so either. I think if I have to, if I feel like I'm questioning your friendship, like sincerely questioning it, I feel like the real reason I would question somebody's friendship is if I feel like they're jealous. Mm-hmm. Because I, in my mind personally... I didn't understand the concept of jealousy and friendship until I got to college. Mm -hmm. And my mom, let me tell you something. I know mamas know everything. They if do. you they if do. you have if your mom is present in your life, whenever she's telling you something, please listen to her because mm -hmm. she know my mama know everything. And I'd be like, and they know their children. Cap. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and they know their kids. Mm -hmm. But my mom, my mom used to tell me all the time. You know, this person is really sweet, but they're jealous. Mm -hmm. They're jealous, so you need to watch out for them. And I'm like, girl, you crazy. Like, this is my <laughs> friend. Like, this is my friend. And when you really mature in your mind and understand the concept of that people can be jealous and be your friend, it's like, wow. Because like, they're in competition. Yeah, and it's just like, we're not in competition. I'm not in competition with anybody. Nobody, just myself. I'm, right. I'm Like, you're my friend. I don't understand why we would be in competition with each other anyway. But the to grasp the concept of jealousy in a, in a friendship was mind-boggling for me. I just didn't think that I would ever exist. So to me now, if I feel like I'm questioning your friendship, one of them would be trust and the other one would be jealousy. So I feel like there's no way you could want the best for me if you're jealous, for, you're jealous right. of me. But to me, it's like, what is there to be jealous of? We, I'm a human. Like, what, what is there possibly that I possess being your friend that you don't possess either? Because I feel like whatever I have is yours. If, I, if you ain't got no daddy and I got a daddy, you got my daddy. I feel like it also, you also have to take into consideration, because I think I'm the type of person, I've always suffered from having, like, low self-esteem, and I can't explain why or where, I can tell you where it started, but I can't really pinpoint um, how or it why progressed. I got there, because it wasn't as if I was bullied a whole lot um, and talked down a lot. I, I never really experienced that, and if I did, it wasn't something that bothered me. But I think it was definitely self-inflicted. Um, and I've always had friends. I think that's another reason why I keep 
great people around me because maybe I view myself so low and I'm admiring like this is where I want to be or this is how I am. But sometimes there have been times like I've definitely been jealous of other people, but not to the point where I'm, it shows. Um, yeah. Or that I'm wishing ill on them. Mm-hmm. Like I want them to be successful, but I'm like, hey, can I get up there too? <laughs> like, so I, it's not. It's never been to a point where um, somebody that I'm jealous of, quote unquote, um, that to the point where I'm wishing bad on them, or I'm trying to take their place, or I don't want to see them progress. It's never been like that. It's more so I feel so bad about myself that I'm. I'm just. I'm trying so hard to want to either be like them or just wishing that I'm like them or whatever the case may be, um, which is definitely another toxic trait. But um, it, it's not to the point where, like I said, not, not, not that I'm not a genuine friend or anything like that. Um, it's just more so a self-esteem issue. So now the way that some people portray that might be the people that you're talking about in the sense where um you're questioning their friendship or whatever the case may be like i i don't think that my friendship would necessarily need to be questioned in that sense but i do think that i have to do some self-evaluating on myself as, as far as making sure that i'm not trying to be in competition with somebody just knowing like i don't have to be jealous like look i'm up here you can come up here too like it's not so like just having that person just express to me like hey you know um I know you look up to me and things like that, but don't ever feel like, you know, you have to try to be like me or we're in competition or whatever. Just having that open, honest. So I don't, so I guess what I'm saying is um, the people who you might feel like you're questioning, try to feel, try to understand, I guess, a little more why um, they're even like that. Because maybe it's not coming from a place of hate. And all jealousy isn't necessarily like jealous. Like, like I'm trying to, yeah, yeah it's more so like they're coming from a place like they're viewing themselves so low that they see you so high. They're trying to be there. And so don't take it as if, you know, they're uh, spiteful or anything like that. Try to really understand where that's coming from before you're just trying to like question, you know, their character, or who they are, their intentions and things like that. So. If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like another thing we have to keep in mind when it comes to friendships and jealousy and competition is that there's no need to be jealous or be in competition with somebody that your friends were. Be in competition with somebody, period. You should be in competition with yourself. Be in competition with the old version of yourself, the person you was a year ago, right. so you can be better, so you can grow. Um, and not only that, what's meant for you is for you. Mm. It will not miss you. Yeah. It will not pass you by. It's all in God's time, and we have to keep that in mind. We we just have to keep that in mind. I, I just don't think that everybody knows that. I think the way that the life is, life kind of teaches you um, to be in competition, where you know you have these beautiful models, or what we say is beautiful, are toothpicks. And I know y'all say I'm a toothpick, but I'm really I'm really not a toothpick. But you have these people you know, nice size breasts and butt, skinny waist and things like that. And so <laughs> innately we grow up trying to be in competition with mm-hmm. those things. And we and people swear up and down they're not, but they'd be quick to get plastic surgery if they had the money. And I'm not mm-hmm. downing it. And you do what you want to do with your body because I've definitely said, oh, I want to get this done. I want to get that done. But I just think that 
not everybody has it within them to be like, oh, I'm in competition with myself. I just want to better myself because we just grew up in a world that just made us in competition with each other. You get what I mean? So I think it comes with that growth to know like, okay, I need to just be focusing on me and worried about me and getting myself where I need to be. Um, you just have to be mature and have somebody to tell you that, to tell you that type of information if that makes sense you know what i mean you know sometimes comparison can be the thief of joy we do that a lot mm. looking at somebody else's life yeah man listen that's exactly what i was telling y'all when i first started this podcast is that i was looking online and everybody's you know in grad school they're getting married they graduated from grad school where they doing all this you know these big things that i felt like i was behind because that's not what i was doing but that's not where god wanted me to be at that right. time you know I'm 25. God doesn't want me to have kids, thank God. Praise mm-hmm. him. Because I don't want to have no kids at 25. Amen. But that's not somebody else's story. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Right. Or he don't want me to be making six figures because he don't want me to spend my money at Louis Vuitton. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, m- most recently I have been taking heed to something that my grandmother shared with me maybe about a year ago. We had a conversation and she told me, in a nutshell, just to chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, You're only 24. You have a long life ahead, mm-hmm. if God sees fit. But just to chill out. Sometimes you might be right where you need to be in that moment, right. and take advantage of the moment because that's all we get, one day at a time. You know, mm-hmm. just be mindful of everything that's going on around you, and realize that you might just be where you need to be. Yeah, this year for sure has taught me to be appreciative of what I have going on not trying to rush things I think all my life I was always trying to rush being an adult and you know oh I can do whatever I want but this year has been a complete slap in the face (laughs) like (laughs) it's definitely humbled me but it's made me realize like you don't have to compare yourself to other people's lives um you'll get there when it's your time to get there and for sure um I've just been trying to trust God I think ultimately if you trust God you can't go wrong um, so that's really what I'm, what I've been doing. And I think that it'll take me a long way. So, well, thinking about other people, I know that you, I mean, not considering other people, I know that you all want the best for me. And that is of course why we friends, you know, family, right? <laughs> yeah. I've been demoted. So oh that's, right. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> right. No, but I, honestly, our, our group chat, um, toxic entertainment volume one. You know, we got the Ross group chat. We got one of the Ross group chats in my phone. Um, but it's really a place of encouragement, being silly, sellouts, like I said. Like, do you see what this nigga text me? This is crazy. Jokes. Like, jokes. Big jokes. Big cap. A bug's life. A bug's So I really appreciate you guys coming on today and talking to me about, you know, toxic friendships and our toxic traits. And I think um, the biggest thing is accountability and like being accountable 2021 2020 we need to be accountable and here from here on out like it's not just the man it's not just the other friends it's us like it's yeah. something in us mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's always us it's not gonna be always us sometimes yeah. it's other people yeah. but we have to realize that we play a part in some of the mishaps of our relationships as well mm-hmm. or things not going right in our life because of our attitude or our, our ideologies mm-hmm. and moving forward we just have to know you know how to better ourselves and move on in a more positive light. And it's not like we don't know. You know. You know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Period. Well, 
Well, I think that moving forward, as long as we continue to hold ourselves accountable and also each other. So, you know, if we see something that's falling out of line, you know, correct that. Like, let us know what's up so that we can continue to grow um, each and every day. Period. So, do you guys want to share your IG handle, Twitter handle for everybody? All right. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Kat. You can follow me at underscore Powerful Beyond on Instagram and Twitter. I mean, I have an Instagram. I don't use it, but pretty brown underscore girl. You can follow me on Facebook. Come on, real. At Dr. Tristan Lee. Follow me on Facebook. Okay, thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Message of the Podcast. If you would like to share any stories, if you have a request for future podcast topics, or if you just need somebody to talk to, text me at 321-586-2572. Don't forget to unmute the conversation every Friday and add your friends to the group chat. And this is episode, I mean, this is one episode of two. So today we were talking about toxic friendships and next week we'll be talking about toxic relationships. So Toxic Entanglement Volume 3 next week. Do not forget to tune in with me, Kat and Tristan. I love y'all. Text you later.